Hi, I'm Melody. I'm Candy. And I'm Gabe. And you're listening to Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises. Well, it's Melody, Candy, and Gabe, Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises. And we still haven't decided who's the quirk, who's the bump, and who's the bruise. <laughs> but uh, we, we have, and I think it interchanges it each does. and every day. But we are especially excited to have Karen Peck Gooch with us this morning on the podcast. Karen, thank you so much for being along with us. Well, hey, y'all. I am so honored, and this is be, this will be so fun. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me on the show. You know, on radio, Karen, we have to do breaks that are, you know, just a minute or two mm-hmm. long, and then you got to get out. Uh, but one thing fun about podcasts is that we can kind of hunker down on some topics a little bit longer than normal, and that makes it just more fun and interesting, I think, to be able to listen to. But we want to start with a congratulations to you yeah. uh, for mm-hmm. your induction recently. Tell us a little bit about what went on there and what that was like being there and all that kind of stuff. Well, thank you so much, first of all. I was so honored back in June of of course of 21 um, at our homecoming, at KPNR's homecoming, I had the surprise announcement that I was being inducted into the Southern Gospel Music Association Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. And it was just a perfect moment. I mean, honestly, I don't think that there could have been a better time or better moment than right there at my homecoming around Mm -hmm. people that I love the most. My mother had been very sick, but she was able to be at homecoming that particular night. My stepdad, Bill, was there. My other sister, Sandra, was there. My mother-in-law, Ruby, was there. And honestly, none of it was planned. So it was just a perfect moment. And then, of course, having Susan and Ricky and the kids. Mm. And it was just absolutely a moment in my life that I will remember forever. And then back at at the uh, National Quartet Convention, uh, the SGMA, the Southern Gospel Music uh, Association, they always have their induction ceremonies during the NQC week. So it was just such a special, special moment. And I'll go ahead and tell y'all this. I was a diva for a day. I said, okay, y'all. I said, listen, y'all know I am not a diva, but I'm going to be a diva for a day. And I want you to know I enjoyed every moment from the time I woke up to the time I went to bed on that day uh, that that I was inducted. I had the most wonderful time. Karen, did you get you a makeup artist and a hairstylist and all that kind of stuff? (laughs) You know, I did not that day uh, because we were in Pigeon Forge. So, no, I did not. But I will have to say, Carrie did help me. And Susan, they both helped me in picking out what outfit I need to wear. And they were just so <laughs> sweet to help me. But it was it was really a lot of fun. And I will say this, you know, sometimes you just have those moments in your life that, you know, a lot of times I'm so busy that I'll just pass over. And But I decided mm-hmm. this was going to be a time that I was going to enjoy, a day that I was going to enjoy every bit of it. It, it was just a, a, a wonderful time in my career as well. But I'm just so thankful. And honestly, y'all, this is not false humility, I promise. But, <laughs> but I, I look back and I'm thinking, how in the world did this happen? I just don't know. I'm, and I talked to Mark Trammell, who is a dear friend, and he was also inducted a couple of years ago. And um, and I said, Mark, do you ever just wonder how you got here? Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, every day. I'm just so thankful because I love this music. I love what I do. 
And I'm just, I'm so grateful to the Lord for allowing me to live my dream. Mm. You got there because it's well-deserved. And, um, you know, you you are just uh, a standout in every way. Not only just, obviously, musically, you're a standout, but uh, you're just such a gracious and kind, loving person as well. People just gravitate to you. Mm -hmm. And, again, well-deserved. I want to say, well, it's about time. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, that's what I want to say to the yeah. Southern Gospel Music Association. What in the world y'all been waiting on? That's <laughs> <laughs> precious to say that. People just ask all the time. Well, you know, I, for 41 years I've been traveling. And I'm, honestly, mm. I don't think ever that I'm thinking in my mind, oh, okay, well, we're going to do this in hopes of getting this award or whatever. It's not about that. But I think it's about just being consistent, mm-hmm. you know, just being consistent of just doing what God has called you to do. Mm-hmm. I agree. And mm-hmm. then, you know, just keep doing it and do it to the best of your ability. Yeah. And that's the main thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to ask you something at this particular point, I know at the podcast it may not be eleven eleven, but it is eleven eleven, and we always say the the Lord's Prayer whenever we see double digits. Yeah. Can we say the Lord's Prayer right now? Well, of course we can. Yeah. Absolutely. And everybody that's listening, y'all just say the Lord's Prayer. Let's just ask the Lord to bless uh, your families and to heal the sick. And and uh, so, uh, can we just pray this prayer right quick? Sure, yes. absolutely. Okay. Our, Our Father. Father which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, Forever, forever and ever. Amen. 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 There you go. Well, Karen, one of the things I think that really helps is we're talking about just you being inducted into the Southern Gospel Music Association Hall of Fame and all that. Another thing is just how genuine that you are. And I've been to many events mm-hmm. that you just share from stage. You're you know not having that great of a day or you're feeling like you're having an off night or you come up and say, y'all won't believe what happened on the bus earlier tonight. And you just share, and you're just so real. And I've been there where you just stay to the bitter end, knowing you're tired and just completely worn out, but you stay to the bitter end of however long it takes, however long the line is that people want to talk to you and tell you how much your music means to them and take pictures and all that. And you're just always so gracious. And we know that it's tiring. That, of course, has got to be a very fulfilling, but also a very tiring life as well. But what about singing and traveling gives you just the greatest joy? If you could sum it up into one or two things, what gives you the greatest joy about singing and, and traveling? Well, no doubt. The thing that gives me the greatest joy about singing and traveling are the people and just knowing that people are being saved and for people's lives to be changed. Because really, without that, there's no reason for me to go. Mm-hmm. And there have been very few times during you know the past 41 years where where I've thought, oh, Lord, you know, help 
help me go, help me, get, you know, give me the strength to get back on that bus. But I will tell you this, I never get tired of ministering to, to the people. I never get tired of the songs. Now, my, I physically get tired of being on the bus, but uh, but I don't get tired of doing what I do. There's joy in serving the Lord. I don't dread. I don't dread, sir. I don't dread my job. I look forward to it. And, and so I think the greatest joy and, and what keeps me motivated uh, is the fact that people are still getting saved and they're still being blessed. So I think that if any of that ever were to cease, then I would have to come home. Because really, the Bible says the anointing, it breaks the yoke and lifts the burden. So as long as God anoints me to do this, I will be here till I'm a hundred years old or more. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and of course I'll be wearing hot pink and wear <laughs> have blonde hair and high and heels. Wear oh yeah, and high heels and they'll be pink. I love this. I don't ever plan to retire. I I just think there's joy in serving Jesus. You know, there's a Max Cato quote that I love that uh, says, one day when we enter heaven, Jesus may walk right up to us and say, you know, because of you, there are a whole lot of people here. You want to go meet them? Mm. And when I think about that, I think about you, Karen. There's probably so many people that's going to be in heaven with you because of what you've done, of, of what you do to share the hope and the love of Jesus each and every weekend or every week. And uh, so I, I just love that thought of just knowing that we may just get to meet people in heaven. We yeah. never knew we made a difference in their lives. Oh, man, you have just made me tear up <laughs> because honestly, that's why we're here yes. on this mm-hmm. earth is to lead people to Christ. Mm-hmm. And we're to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. And and the thing about it is people can see through fake. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. say, I'm not the fake monitor, I promise. And, and really, I don't know anybody really that you know, I think about it, my Southern Gospel friends. I don't know any anybody out there that, you know, are not out here for the right reasons. I really feel like that these groups are serious about the Lord and these artists love Jesus. And mm-hmm. I'm honored to, to serve with them. And uh, But I will say this about, you know, leading people to the Lord. Thank you for saying that, Melody. That blesses me. I'd rather you say that about me than anything you could possibly ever say is, you know, that that hopefully hopefully my life can lead someone to the Lord. Mm-hmm. But I had on our second trip to Israel, I had a vision of a book and it was a large book. And we had been touring all day. We got back to the hotel that night, I was so tired, and I was taking my makeup off, and I had this vision, and it was this big book, and it was huge, and I don't even know, it was like some kind of clay cover of some sort, and I can see it as I'm uh, in my mind now, even, even as I'm describing it, but it had these, these uh, this writing on the front of it, but I, did, I couldn't recognize what the writing was. Then the book opened, and it was like all these different pages started flapping, you know, like closing and opening and and um and I knew then it was the Lamb's Book of Life. And I just remember praying, mm. Lord, is my name in that book? Mm. And I felt the Lord impress on my heart, yeah, your your name is in yeah, you are in that book, mm. but there are other people's names who are not in that book. And your job is to make sure that people that their names are in that book, that people are saved wow. and you sing you sing grace and mercy into their hearts so they'll be saved. And that's when I came home and that the current song that we have right right now called The Book and I thought it was gonna be this big ballad of a song 
you know, and it wound up being a fast song. And I, honestly, a New River song, when you hear the style, you know what I mean. But this song means so much to me because that's what that's what we have to do is, mm. as ministers of the gospel. And we're all ministers of the gospel. We're all called to, to go and preach the gospel to all the world. Right. So anyway, so that's why I love what I do, because mm. I've just always said, God, if you open the door, I will go. I may not know how, but you have to show me. That's um, the main thing is just people being saved. You sure can't stick with that kind of lifestyle Mm-mm. each day in and day out for as many years as you've done as you have done that without being called to do yeah, it. Definitely. And I think that's all the difference in the world. Uh, you can't last you, if you're not. No. Yeah. No, I, I will say this. Yes, I always say when when we have people travel with us, um, I say, okay, the first six months are always great, but after six months is will be the real test. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because it's not an easy life. I think a lot of people mm-hmm. think that it's just like a, a hobby. Oh, they jump on that bus and they go. Mm-hmm. But what they don't realize, people don't realize, is the many times that we've been stuck on the side of the road in right. the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. in the cold and rain or snow or whatever and um and we're trying to find a way to get to our next date right. and you know and then have to rent a van you have kids the many times that we've gotten on the bus and our kids are sick with a fever i mean one time we were out oh i don't know if i've ever told y'all this we were in mena arkansas we were passing through headed to somewhere i can't remember if it was tulsa or somewhere and it's back when we had our band and so the 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 guys in the band they drove the bus they took different shifts so two of the band members were still up and they stopped at about four o'clock in the morning at a walmart in mena arkansas to pick up like they were going to get just something to eat and some toiletries and so they came back on the bus and they said the manager of the bus is telling everybody to get off the bus because there's a tornado coming Mm. And we saw a tornado. Well, keep in mind, Susan and I had our babies 12 days apart, and those babies were not a year old. And listen, getting those babies to sleep on a bus was like, I, I don't I don't even know. I can't even <laughs> describe it. It was so hard. And we had gotten those babies, and they were sleeping hard. And so Susan and I, here we are in the middle of a possible tornado, and we said, do we get the babies up? You know, do we get the babies up or do we just blow away in the tornado? (laughs) And so it was so funny. And so we did get the babies up and went in the middle of the the Walmart and sat there. And then I got to thinking, boy, now if we're going to blow away here, at least we're going to in a Walmart. (laughs) And we started shopping. It was so funny. I said, Susan, look at that top over there. That's so cute. And uh, but, you know, but people don't realize that, you know, the hardship sometimes it can Mm -hmm. be, you know, when Mm -hmm. and the, the sacrifice. Listen, I'm not saying, oh, listen, that's nothing compared to what so many other people go through to sacrifice for the Lord. But I'm just saying a lot of people, I, what we do is more than just a hobby. Yeah. You know, but it's, it really is. It's a lot of a lot of obedience and sacrifice mm-hmm. to do it. And but but then the Lord gives us these beautiful people that we meet everywhere, like you all. Right. I have yeah. lots of stories, y'all. You oh, said I'm... this podcast could go forever. So I know. I, I know. Well, Karen, you have sung some beautiful songs. I mean, we can just sit here and name our favorites. and We have a whole arsenal of we songs. We do. <laughs> and so for you, I know you talked about the book earlier, but 
is there a particular song that you have sung just in your career that stands out more than any others that maybe you've noticed have touched a, you know a lot of lives I think of four days late and I started to say if you don't know what that song is we can tell you <laughs> we can we can <laughs> well you know this is what I love about y'all is we have known each other for so long. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, we have literally grown into ministry together. So, mm-hmm. I mean, parallel because of, of because of what y'all do, because you play these songs. But I'm pretty sure that this is a Joy FM of the story I'm about to tell. Four Days Late will always be the song. I, I mean, mm-hmm. we've had some incredible songs. The, the, the song, The River, I love The River right now because it says the word desperate. I'm desperate for the water. Yeah. And that is will always be one of my all time favorites. The song "I Am Blessed," I am blessed mm-hmm. beyond measure. Mm-hmm. I love that song from the bottom of my heart. But four days late, I guess because we we recorded it back in two thousand, so it's just always been the song that was the shot in the arm for our ministry. But it literally has gone all over the world. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, for those that are listening, know it talks about Lazarus and you know about Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead and. You know, when he's four days late, he's still on time. You know, it's just it th- that hook line from the first time that we ever sang that song, when we got to that hook, it was like, oh, my goodness. We literally saw the scripture in Revelation where it says that whatever doors God opens, no man can shut. Mm-hmm. We saw that three, four days late. But there was a man, I'll, I'll tell you when I knew that this song was going to be very, very special, too, was we had just recorded the song, and it had been sent out to radio. And we had, were, this was probably just a handful of times that we had sung the song. So we hadn't even been singing it that long. But we were at the Green Homecoming there in Boone, Boone, North Carolina. And after we sang Four Days Late, I mean, the Lord just really moved. And there was a man that came to us. He was following me and a very distinguished older man, tall man. And he said, Karen, he said, I just have to tell you. And he had tears in his eyes. He said, I had lost everything. Mm-hmm. And he said, I had the gun in the front seat of, the, of my car and the passenger seat I was headed to in my life. He said, but I turned on the radio and y'all, I, I could probably say it was probably Joy FM. I don't know mm-hmm. for sure, but I think it was Joy FM. He said, and I heard the song four days late. Wow. He says, when I heard that song, I pulled off on the side of the road and I said, God, I am not going, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to trust you. And, you know, he said he, he prayed right there. He said, within 48 hours. God turned everything around, mm-hmm. and I knew then. I had goosebumps just talking yeah. about it, but I knew then that God that He was going to use this song. So yeah. that was a long answer, Candy. Oh, but but four days late will always be the song. Mm-hmm. That actually uh, was Joy FM mm-hmm. because yep. we uh, we ended up making a song story from just that. He had called. Uh, our station told us about that as well so um, it just it is amazing we call it here at joy fm the right song at the right time with the right message and only god can orchestrate that we don't because our songs are in they're computerized they're spit out we don't 
uh, sit here and just put in songs, mm-hmm. you know, one yeah. at a time. And so uh, it's just amazing to see. We get literally, mm-hmm. we have hundreds of calls where a song has touched a life in just the right way. But we will tell you that Four Days Late is still probably one of the it most is. requested mm-hmm. songs it is. still to this day it here is. at Joy FM. It, it is just a song that it, it absolutely changed my life mm-hmm. and it changed our career. I yeah. mean, our, our whole, the, the whole career of, of New River. It, it, and honestly, I'm just so incredibly thankful to Aaron Wilburn, his wife, mm-hmm. Roberta. They wrote this song. Yeah. Every time I ever talked to Aaron Wilburn, we always talked about Four Days Late mm-hmm. because it literally has gone all over the world. Yeah. There's a, a church in Korea that, a matter of fact, a few months ago, it came out on social media. A young girl is singing the song, Beautiful Girl, and the choir, and it just, oh, it's just beautiful. So Aaron was so happy about that, and we, we always said, see, when 2020 happened, when but the first of the year, because it was the 20th anniversary for Four Days Late, well, Aaron and I talked about that wouldn't it be fun if we did a tour for 2020 and call it the Four Days Late Tour. So we thought, oh, that'd be fun. And then, of course, we went down for COVID. Yeah. Then a year ago, Aaron came down with mm-hmm. COVID mm-hmm. and he was in the hospital. I called him and we always wind up talking about Four Days Late. <laughs> And so, but then, you know, I didn't think that Aaron would not make it out of the hospital, but he passed away. And so we were devastated. So we sang four days late at his funeral. Mm. And that was a very hard thing to do. Oh, and I'm I want sure. to say because Aaron was so dear and we all love him so much. He had, that was probably one of the most, the most wonderful celebrations of any I've ever been to in my life. Aaron was so well loved, but it hit me about two months ago. And I don't know why I'm just now thinking of this. I've been telling this on stage, but. But I know that Aaron was so thankful to see Jesus. He was, oh, my goodness, to see everything that he had ever experienced Mm -hmm. from the Lord and everything he had ever written about the Lord. He saw him face to face, and he knew it was true, and he was so thrilled. I know he was happy to see his parents Mm -hmm. and his family. But, y'all, I didn't think about this until two months ago. I know Aaron. Aaron was a funny guy, too. Yes, he was. uh, But I know he searched all over heaven to find Lazarus. (laughs) And I thought, Aaron is with Lazarus. Uh-huh. And it just blows my mind to think about it. Yeah. And I know he was so thrilled to, to meet Lazarus face to face. And I know he said, I wrote a song about you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not going to believe this, yeah. Lazarus. But. Right. And, and I bet Lazarus knew. And I bet he said, I know and it's good. <laughs> and then I got to thinking, uh, you know, Mary and Martha. Well, if Mary and Martha is anything like Susan and, and me, I'm sure they said, I'm, well, he talked about us in that song. Yeah, so, oh, you know, that's, that's neat. That's neat. Don't leave us it's, out, right? Yeah. It's just amazing. But I just think that he is there. You know, also, uh, he looked for Aaron, also looked for a Krispy Kreme donuts because oh, I'm sure because <laughs> you know they have those in heaven. Well, he you know came, that, right? Yes, well, it's in came, the Bible. He came to Joy <laughs> FM and uh, and with the Joy Ride, and we took it because Winston Salem is the headquarters of Krispy Kreme donuts. And uh, where we are. And so we took him there and he put a hat on. He put the little Krispy Kreme hat on and sat there and just ate donuts like there was no tomorrow. Like a little boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. yep. But, uh, yeah, well, he is missed. Loved and missed yes. so very much. Mm-hmm.
It was just so much fun talking with you, Karen, just about your ministry, about your induction into the uh, SGMA, and, and, and just hearing about how much singing and spreading the hope, the love of Jesus Christ means to you in your life. Oh, thank you all so much. You have brought so much joy to me today. Thank you. And Joy FM, there you go. And uh, But thank you all. Thank you for being such great friends. And I just I really appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks for listening to the Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises podcast with Melody, Candy, and Gabe. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and share the podcast. You can learn more at joyfm.org.